Hey, we have Coach Norwood uh, from Kaiser University. They had a thriller in Florida tonight. Kaiser beat uh, number 11, Ave Maria, in uh, overtime. Number 22, Kaiser beat number 11, Ave Maria, in overtime. Coach Norwood, congratulations. Thanks for being on the show so late at night. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, it, was, it was a great game tonight, man, and I, I appreciate, you know, you taking the time to reach out. Um it was back and forth seesaw game. We jumped out to early in the first half, and they chipped away, which we thought they would because they're a pretty good team, and mm-hmm. all has to go out to them for, for uh, you know, getting back in the game and, and taking the lead late in the, in the second half. Um, but I couldn't, you know, be more proud of my guys for the way they fought back to get to overtime and, and just, you know, down four points with, I think, 24 seconds left. Um, Ryan Crow hit a big three to get us within one. And um, we talked in the timeout about who we wanted to foul. We didn't want to foul too early on our press defense. We wanted to get the right guy on the line. You know, all my, my assistants did a great job of trying to, you know, looking at the stats on the sideline. Right. Saying, Coach, we want to foul. We want to foul this guy. We want to foul this guy. And I'm like, okay, let's not let's, let's try to trap and press. We got a lot of time until the ball get into his hands. And, and we got it to the guy who we thought was, you know, they all shoot free throws pretty well. We got it to the guy who we thought was had the least percentage in the free throw line, um, and he, you know he missed the front end of a one and of a one and one, and Mark Gordon got the rebound. Mark Gordon's a heck of a talent, you know he's second in the nation in scoring at the NAI Division Two level. And and I told him I said we ain't gonna call timeout. <laughs> you get a miss, we are gonna take it, and don't come back to this huddle without a basket. That's what I told right. him. <laughs> don't come back to that. I, you know, hey, coaches out there, you got to remember that one. That's the best advice I've ever heard. Don't come out. Don't come back to this huddle without a basket. <laughs> That's what I told him. I told him. I said, don't come back. I said, I looked in his eyes. I'm going, hey, Mr. Free Throw, you rebound the ball. Do not come back to this huddle without a basket. He said, Coach, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, must have been a pretty exciting game uh, uh, to to win in overtime, like you say. They're they're a heck of a team, and uh, you're uh, uh, what what's your? Re- I'm trying to get your record. I'm sorry, coach. You're, what's your record? We fought, we we fourteen and two. We fourteen and two overall, six and zero oh in our conference, and we had some big wins. We had a great win just before the Christmas uh, break. We beat Dakota Wesleyan, um the seventh ranked team in the country. Then we came back and we won a sub. Warner University, who's in our who's in our conference, who's receiving votes, and then we had a, another opportunity to um, you know it, it, to, to 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 get out of Maria, who's ranked eleventh in the country. I tell my guys, you got to take advantage. You only get thirty of these games a year, so make the most of them. And to get a ranked team, especially a team in the top fifteen, to play on your home court, which is very rare, you know, mm-hmm. for most teams, take take advantage. You know, take the you know make the most of the, of the opportunity, take advantage of the opportunity that's being presented in front of you. You know, we hope to play in March, and we hope to you know play you know play in our conference tournament and win our conference tournament. I always tell our guys, you know, you got to take care of it and do things that you can control. The preparation, especially, um, so pad your resume. You know, take advantage of every every opportunity that's given to you uh, each game. And, and make the most of it. I mean, they. I can't. I can't rave enough about the job my guys have done. You know, I just got the job here in April, and you know, we bring in a bunch of new guys. And they they bought into the system, and we're a transition team, and we like to press and get up and down and shoot the ball early in the shot clock. 
and um, you know, they selflessness is what I'm right. more proud of than anything. You know, I said we always we got the same. We use I give myself for the team, and I told those guys, well, no one cares about who gets the credit, and, and everyone is just a part of the process. We we got the opportunity to do some special things, and and uh, and I can't be more proud of them, more happy. You know with them dealing with adversity. You know, we're down four with 24 seconds. Most of the time that game's over with, you know, and, and we, we, we executed down the stretch. And, you know, that's, that's something we do in practice all the time. We, we play these situations in games in practice, up four with a minute, down four with 30 seconds. Um, so we did a good job, uh, my staff and I, in preparing for this moment. And our guys get all the credit, man, they executed it, and they came up big. You know, you got to have a – I always say I'd rather be – I'd rather be lucky than good sometimes. And they did a great job. No, I'm, I'm proud of them. I really, I'm a proud coach. No, and you should be, Coach. I have, a, I have, a, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, uh, Salsa Mon- Mande. I'm not sure how you say his last name. Salsa Mande, uh, right. uh, Fernando. He, uh, uh, he had a big game, and he always has a big game. Uh, was your, was your plan to uh, just play everybody straight up, and you know, whatever he gets, he gets, and just try to uh, stop because he. Or were, or were you disappointed that he, uh, you know, he was 15 for 18? What was your approach to into stopping him going into the game? You know, they they so untraditional for us. You know, we go six, seven, six, eight in the front on the mm-hmm. front line, and and they go six, six, three, and six, four. So he presented a mismatch um, from a standpoint of being able to drive by bigs and get to the basket, and all credit to him. He did a great job of finishing at the rim. He's averaging like 13 points, 14 points a game. Um, didn't think he'd come out and, and, and uh, have a great game like that, but all credits to him. Um, we, you know, we was we wanted to really, you know, they play that Princeton offense, that pick-and-pop offense and split-screen offense, uh, split screen offense. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to, you know, traditionally we overplay the wings, but we didn't want to get caught on the back door. You know, we switched one through five, and it kind of hurt us. Cause I, I think they did a good job of trying to uh, maximize the mismatch and, and get our bigs in, uh, in, uh, on a little situation. Um, and and Fernando did a really good job. I mean, yeah. all, all credit goes to him. I mean, Leo Leo played well as well. He started off sluggish. You know, we jumped out 21 to four on them. And I and I knew I told my guys I says, "Look, this game is about runs, and um, we got our run, and they they're going to get a run because they're a good team." Um, and who, whoever sustains those runs and, and uh, prepared the best for adapting to those runs is going to win this game. And, did, I, and I thought we did a really good job. Did you do of, anything of, special on Leo outside? You know, he went four for 14, which is not, not how he normally shoots. Did you do anything special on him? Well, we tried to crowd him, and we, yeah. wanted, and we wanted to make him put the, put the ball on the floor. You know, they took 70 shots in the game, and 35 of their shots were from, from the arc. And, and I told my guys, I says. I don't know if they can make enough twos to beat us because, you know, they, 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 their offense is predicated on shooting threes. Mm-hmm. And so we try to really crowd him and make it difficult for him to get off clean looks from the off. And, and I think because we play, you know, we, we pressure the ball so much, it opened up driving lanes for those guys. And they, and they did a good job of spreading the floor because, you know, we did the nation in block shots as a team. We averaged almost eight shot, block shots a game, and we were only held two because they did a good job of, you know, going – five out were playing pinch post basketball. Um, so all credit goes to those guys. But I, I can't, you know, rave enough about how I thought my guys um, tried to stick to the game plan um, and, and adjust to how they played. 
And you, I got to give you a shout, shout out. You held them to 20, uh, about 25% from three. That, that was a real key to the game there. And also, uh, you know, Mark Gordon for you, he played almost the whole game, 39 minutes, scored 34 points and 14 for 19 at the line. Uh, you know, coach big win. Uh, you, you just got to be so proud. And, uh, I really appreciate you, uh, taking, taking, uh, time to, uh, talk to us tonight. Uh, now, where do you go from here? Who's your, where, where do you, where's your next game? You know, Sorry. we got a big, we got another big contest coming up on Saturday. We go to Southeast, Southeastern. I um, mean, they, they, I think they're five or five and one or six and one in the conference. So we knew coming in after the break, we had four really tough games we played. You know, we were tied for first coming into the break. And then we had the second, third, fourth, and fifth ranked team we were playing in our conference who were all separated by one game. So, you know, we took care of Warner University and then, and then and we got Alvin Maria. So we go to Southeast playing really well. They came off, I think, a 25 or 26-point win tonight against yeah. Johnson and Wells. So, so that's another challenge for us on Saturday. And, you know, we have our guys prepared. Um, they do a good job of adjusting. And, and uh, you know, I tell those guys, every game is a new adjustment. We want to get everyone's best effort, you know. Everyone wants to be ranked in the country, but I told those guys, when you're ranked, that comes with a target on your back. You're going to get everybody's <laughs> best effort every night. And, um, you know, but but I think I got up for the challenge. They, you know, they, they, like I said, they've done a good job of, of buying in and preparing. I told them the preparation is the key. Winning is just a byproduct of all the things you do to get ready for the game. Well, right now you're 6-0 and in conference, a big win. Uh, enjoy this one because you go back to work on Saturday. I know it's real late back there. Coach Norwood, thank you so much for uh, being on the show tonight and uh, talking about this game. And uh, good luck on Saturday. Uh, Southeastern's a very good team. So get your rest and uh, prepare that team. I appreciate you. And I, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to be on air and uh, just the notoriety for for the program and for the institution uh, is, is great. And I thank you so much. Well, th- uh, thank you, Coach, Coach Norwood, and hope to get you back on soon. Thank you very much for uh, being on so late. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Antelope Valley tonight uh, went down to uh, Cal Maritime and beat them uh, 87-63. Or 83-67. Sorry, Coach. We have Coach Jordan Mast uh, agreed to uh, stay up late and uh, wander around outside at the hotel and talk to us. Coach, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, Cal Maritime's a good team. Uh, that's a big win for you. Uh, huge win, yeah. They're uh, they're very, very well coached. They run their stuff really well. Uh, we knew coming into this for our conference and our league, this is, uh, this is a huge game to get on the road and play well at home. So uh, kind of be happier with our with our team and, and what we were able to accomplish tonight. So uh, a couple things I noticed. Uh, num- number one, you you've really got to be pleased with your defensive efforts. You held them to uh, under thirty six percent shooting. Uh, what was your you know what was your defensive plan going into the game? Yeah, our uh, that's our team. I mean, if we play D at a high level, uh, we're pretty good. When we don't, <laughs> we're very average. So our message is always defense first. Um, we had our game plan surrounded around a few of the players that are very, very talented, um, you know, and our guys just executed, and that's what helped lead to our offense. You know, when we were just in the half court with them, it was tough to score, but once our D started getting some steals, um, making them take tougher shots that led to longer rebounds, 
that's when we, we felt we could actually get easier ones, get out in transition, uh, where we didn't have to work as hard on offense then. So we knew the focus would be defense the whole night, um, and the guys, for the most part, stuck to that. One thing that really stuck out at me, looking at the stat line, was uh, Lucero going uh, 6 for 18. You know, he's very athletic, as you know. Uh, he did get his 13 rebounds. Uh, he's a tough guy to shoot uh, shut down. Did Specifically, uh, you know, how, what, what was your plan going into the game for Lucero? Man, both him and Hauser uh, can score. They've been there. Uh, they're both uh, you know, three-year guys that have played together. So our whole style was surrounded around those two. We felt that uh, we wanted to make it tough for them to even get the ball. So, um, you know, make deny and make it tough to even get it. And then when they did, any ball screen action, we were sending a double team, just making someone else hurt us. Um, or, you know, making them take a tough one and living with it. And down down the stretch, Lucero just hit some tough ones that, you know, we had to live with. But uh, I definitely the scout, the whole guys knew they, they needed to be keyed on those two players. Your team is, uh, you know, I saw you play earlier in the year, and I think I, I think you're getting, the, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you're getting uh, more minutes than you were out of the bench early in the year. You played a ton of guys tonight. Is that is that kind of your rotation now? Is that your rotation yeah, we actually, now? Yeah, uh, we we, we do have a deep rotation. Um, it's something we always try to do. We play a lot of guys because we play so hard on the defensive end uh, that we always want guys fresh. Um, we actually had a few players that were out with either injuries or suspensions. So, um, you know, now that everyone's eligible and playing, it uh, just kind of helped our rotation to solidify just 10 to 12 that we feel we could put in at any time and, and not really drop off. So, Ronnie Rousseau, he led you. Uh, he's a – for people who haven't seen him uh, – He's he's one of the uh, best point guards, definitely in the nation, definitely on the West Coast. Uh, boy, he can play, huh? Ronnie is a very special player um, and a special person. He's just a great kid, uh, a young man. Uh, you know, he played at the Division One level. He averaged almost seventeen a game when he was at Missouri State. And due to an unfortunate circumstance for him, but very fortunate for us, he ended up and he's got one year with us, and he is making the most of it. He's our leader, you know. Um, guy that just he makes tough plays at the right time and uh you know outside of just him scoring he sets guys up and does a lot you know throughout the course of the game to help us win so jordan you're you win tonight you're two and zero in the conference uh you're uh, sorry i'm flipping around in your page 12 and four now but you go to pacific union a team that's been struggling but it's on the road anytime you're on the road you got to worry uh and then uh yeah. then you go to arizona and uh, oh no, you you play him at home, play Embry Riddle at home. Uh, so you then yep. you got uh, Pacific Union, then you got a couple of games at home, uh, and then you got to uh, go up to Simpson, which is no cakewalk. Uh, so uh, oh yeah, you know it's uh, you know I guess what I'm trying to ask you is you know what you know how do you see where you sit in the conference right now? Yeah, we've, uh, we've done well last few years in conference. Um, you know, we actually have only lost one conference game over the last two years on the road. Um, so I believe we're 13-1 and one on the road. So uh, we really prep and, and tell everyone, you know, there's no team they can beat any night, you know, at home. Pacific Union, uh, even though their record doesn't show it, they played a lot of Division II teams. So that's where a lot of their losses came from. So, you know, we just you can't fall into the trap of, oh, they have a few losses and we got wins. Um, you know, you got to prep everyone as if it's the conference championship, and that's what we try to do. Um, so, you know, our emphasis on the road or even at home, you know, is usually the same. And the key is just getting the, the players to buy into that, you know, and, and truly believe that. 
And, be, and before I let you go, Jordan, I want to point out to anybody who's listening, because, uh, you know, the hard true fact is, you know, the cow pack just doesn't get a lot of attention. It's not fair, but it just doesn't. Uh, you know, most people don't realize that in the preseason, uh, Antelope Valley, for whatever reason, schedules one of the toughest preseasons in the nation. Uh, you played like the Masters and you play. I mean, you almost beat the Masters at the Masters and then you did beat them at home. Right. Uh you played yep. number one Oregon yeah. Tech at at, uh, at home. You played Southern Oregon. I mean uh, Humboldt State. Uh, you play a very very yeah. so it, it hurts the the preseason a little bit. You you uh, lost a couple of games, but boy, you're really rolling. And uh, you know that it, it. I don't. Uh, hopefully, the Cal Pack at some point will get more than uh, uh, one uh, postseason bid. But uh, people who don't don't watch this conference, I. Uh, you've got a very good team and, and you really play a tough schedule out there. Yeah, we, uh, so when I, when I got to Angelo Valley, I knew right away exactly what you're saying. Nationally, we just have not, um, and we haven't had the attention that, uh, we were hoping to gain and, you know, getting a couple teams in the tournament would be huge. It's, it's never happened. I don't believe, I don't think we've ever had two teams in our conference. Um, so the only way that I know to do that, you got to go play the toughest teams and the toughest non-conference schedule. Uh, I mean, we've done that in the last three years. Last year we started 0 and 8 because yeah. we played the same type of schedule. And this year, you know, the key is you got to start winning those games. We won three uh, top 15 NAI Division One games on the road, uh, or sorry, two, and one at home against Masters, who was number two. So I think we've shown that you know, and, and in every game, even our losses, we're right there. So I think we've shown we can compete with the best. And now the key is everyone in our conference is starting to play tougher schedules and starting to recruit really well. So, you know, the more that we can continue doing that as a conference, um, I think, you know, we'll, we'll take that step in the right direction towards gaining national attention. Well, Coach Mast, I really appreciate you taking taking this time in the middle of the night outside at your hotel. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. Uh, safe travels as you go to Pacific Union and, and get home. But uh, congratulate the guys. It was a huge win tonight, and uh, good luck Saturday. Thanks a lot, Coach. Absolutely, Bill. Appreciate you. Thanks, Sam. Uh, okay, thanks a lot, Jordan. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.